Monster Grow It from the Stack Podcast. And a huge shout out to Chilled LED. These guys have got some of the greatest American-made products on the market today. Whether you're a commercial grower or a home grower, Chilled has got you covered. From big lights to little lights, you can even check out their ROI calculator. If you're one of the few people who have yet to switch from an HPS light to an LED, well, you can calculate your money and energy saved by switching to Chilled LED. But if you use promo code the stash 15 you're gonna save a few dollars off at checkout and thank them for being a sponsor of today's video thank you chill led well boys back again here we go yeah break (laughs) here we are another week doing it talking about things that we're passionate about absolutely uh, fts studios and boy does it feel good man absolutely feels great absolutely man it's nice to be out in the a beautiful place with some beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Wink on the Ones and Twos. Also, shout out AC Infinity, man. Being able to bring us together. You see the beautiful, beautiful background here. It's brought to you actually by them as well. So without AC Infinity, we wouldn't be able to make this trip happen consistently and, and make the content we are. Or keep our garden nearly as good as it's been. So without all the innovations and all the amazing stuff they put out and helping us try these things out as they hit the market, I feel like FTS probably wouldn't be FTS. So big shout out to AC Infinity if you want to get a discount. Use the stash 15 at checkout, and that's acinfinity.com. Let them know that we sent you. Hit them up on IG. Are they on Twitter? Yep. The Twitters? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hit them on Twitter. Do whatever sort of thing. You, you Social media, Facebooks, whatever. Let them know from the stash sent you. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, you know what? To kind of segue into today's topic, I can't wait until they go public. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, or, you know, it could be good or bad. Mm. But but it uh, kind of brings into the uh, if they go public, if they might stay private. Hey, and, and you know, power to them, power to them. You know, I, who knows? They could be go. They could go huge. Um, but uh, today's conversation, I think, it's one that uh, is really exciting right now because this is the time. Well, first of all, let's not give any financial advice. Okay, yeah, we're going to be talking. First of all, disclaimer: <laughs> none of this is financial advice. This is all opinion. This is all what we think in our current, literally, just. Uh, objective opinions are on these subjects especially when it comes to anything financial anything with stock related shares like that this is just three dudes talking our stuff so don't use this as financial advice we are not your financial advisor calm down but we're talking stocks pot stocks yep, baby we're talking pot stocks. stocks very pot exciting stocks. times very exciting time about pot stocks. this is the second time we've talked about it huh we had a part one this will be part two and our part one was i don't even know when that was i don't think i have a marked down but I think it was, it was a early, long late time 80s ago. Late 80s, yeah. Or, or it was mid-80s. <laughs> mid-80s. It was uh, over a year ago, I think. Two years ago, maybe. And there's been a lot of differences dude, with these stocks. I mean, massive differences. Not good differences for most of these companies <laughs> yeah. either. Uh, we've seen a big change. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of different companies here and just kind of how the stocks have gone over the years and what we think about the stocks and, and so on and so forth. So things have been an awesome conversation. Yeah. yeah it's, it's been a very volatile time, too, for a lot of these companies. Uh, particularly coming out of the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were at home, relaxed, chilling, growing, you know, and not working. So they had a lot of free time on their hands, a little extra money, you know, uh, both of our governments, uh, I'm from Canada, you guys are from America. America. Uh, both of our governments gave people free money uh, to live during the Chill. pandemic. 
And a lot of people chose, as I know, because a lot of my audience members told me, like, oh, I got some money on the way, and I'm getting a tent, baby. Yes. And so Good I, investment. I, business was great for a lot of companies at the beginning of the pandemic, or even throughout. But as people get back to work, they're not at home. That free money's not there anymore. And yeah, it, it, it didn't work out. I know I covered a lot of companies going under in regards to uh, LEDs. Yeah. Um, you know, we had Lux go under. We had uh, uh, Electric Sunshine Sky, Company. Sunshine, yeah. a Green Sunshine Company, um, Wild, uh, sorry, not Wild Boys. Um, who was purchased by, oh, it was Lux. I'm sorry, Lux. I think I said that. Yep, yep. Lux purchased by Hawthorne, owned by Scott's Miracle Grow. Mm. Um, you know, a mm, little bit of perhaps dancing with the devil there. Uh, yes, 200 some million dollar purchases to close down months later. Seems pretty crazy. Yeah, pull yeah. up their stock, SMG. Like, yeah, how, how does that? Saying? The last I, how does that happen? Doing well, but I do believe it's slightly down today. But uh, well, pure speculation. Do you ahead. think this was a purchase, a mergers and acquisition to take the technology? Yeah, to close out because I mean they own Gavita as well. Could yeah. be, yeah. Yep. Could be yeah, yeah, I do. competition, buyout to competition. Right? Kind of makes me feel that way. It's like, hey, our, one of our biggest competitors is LED company. Let's take maybe their proprietary, you know, a patent they have or some sort of technology. Let's merge it into here. Problem is for the people who are, are brand loyal and they like this particular brand, and now it's not available. Even if the technology is on another component, so to speak, and work for another light, it, it takes it away. I think that's where a lot of people who are diving deep into pot stocks aren't looking at it from that perspective, almost with like the Warren Buffett-esque mind of like, what's going on in the business? Mm. How's the business operating? What's, uh, you know, any innovative things, technology unique? It's not just, how's the numbers? You know, it's like you really want to Just look at it from a business perspective. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Would There's you, a lot of that aspect in there. Yeah. Would you want to invest in that business? A lot not of just big, buying shares. You know, a lot of yep. big players in our space are not the best actors in our space. Um, kind of want to look at that SMG for a quick minute. If you can pull up the last two years or so, can we see you, even the wink. course of the last, last five? The last five years. Right? Last Let's five. Let's do five. Because I want to see. I want to see. Just pre-pandemic, pandemic, and then if we can, just coming out. That's perfect, actually, a five-year, because you got like a, almost three-year Well, now's pandemic. the time. Yeah, now's the time to see how that did. Um, yeah, so I mean, all-time high, looking at the five years, uh, past five years. In April 2021, $250 was the share price. Uh, that's Ooh. per share. And since then, it's gone down quite a bit. I mean, in the past year, it's down 37%. The current value is $85.96 as, as of recording this. So Ooh. obviously, things are going to go up and down, up and down. Um, you know, it was at $140 a share uh, in February of last year, about a year ago, and um, just up and down. The whole market has kind of been down overall since I think last time we did that episode, which I think I mentioned a little while ago. But, um, but it looks like it's starting to raise back up, as you can see there. It went from actually as a low of 41 up to 85 wow. So it's doubled in price. It went down and doubled in price. So interesting. See, I think that's where it's the uh... – you know, volatility of the market is a conversation, but growing is another thing. That's where, again, you need to know this industry. It's not like any other thing. So now we see there's a big shift in more efficient growing, period, where you don't have you know, more sustainability. You know, there's a lot of people shifting to organic growing who don't need to buy the bottled nutrients much. An LED is purchased once, and you don't need to buy another one for quite a long time. Um, Nutrient-wise, in terms of, of Let's say you're using the general hydroponic method. That was the Lucas formula. That was the way. That's kind of an old school technique now versus the complete line that a lot of people are focusing on. Mm. So what was once hot 
is shifting and there's an evolution in the market. So that's going to affect these businesses, which will affect these shares, which will affect your pocket if you're investing in these companies. And really buying shares is investing in a company. Yep. I think that's what people overlook is it's like, ah, I'm buying this to make money off. It's like you're investing. You're, it's like you're buying into this business. You may not be going into board meetings and, you know, board of directors type of stuff, anything like that, or advisors, but you're a part of the company in a sense that you believe in them to buy their stuff and hope thinking it's going to make you money. Believing in success. So you, you wouldn't know invest, about it. You wouldn't yeah. invest to lose your money. Exactly. Right. And that's right. where, like, in a case like this with Scott's Miracle Grow, you know, if you're in this grow community, you know the ethics or lack thereof, you know, that this company has. And so investing in it for the pure intent to make money on it is an ignorant standpoint because this is a community-driven market. And people are going to be like, screw those guys, and things won't work as well for them. And the small guy's making money in a private company. It's not a lot of things, like, in terms of some small random vehicle manufacturer People are like, yeah, screw Chevy, screw Ford. I like the, the little random company in Ohio that produces cars, you know, internationally. It's like, nah. And often it's all one big conglomerate. So in this different, unique space, you look at these giant conglomerates like that, these huge, huge corporations who are owning all these businesses. It's not a real long-term gain, I think, for the small guy to try to invest in there versus the business owner or the, the real investor, you know? You um, did a whole video on... Yeah, Scott's right. Miracle. Yeah, Scott's my Hawthorne. Do you think one. it had an impact on their stock? <laughs> you know, who knows, man? Because again, you got to think about somebody who's even uh, a purchaser for a hydroponic store, and it's like, oh, all this no, stuff. I don't want to buy that anymore, and they True. will just find a replacement, and they get a new distributor, and that can really, really influence the the business. And not, you don't want to hurt these companies or make them bad. But then you look at companies like Canopy in in uh, Canada, a lot of ethic questionable ethics to where you almost be like, yeah, screw them. We want them to fail, but well, it's the little guy who gets hurt a lot of times more than the big guy. Is they it can Scotts. That's the biggest. Is they're the biggest actor in our space. Yeah, Hawthorne, in the U.S. Yeah, yep. and Hawthorne's owned by Scotts. Yeah. Yep. So, and is, what is what is Scotts? So essentially, Scotts is an agricultural company. They make uh, it is an it's considered an yeah, agricultural. Yeah, company? like they make okay. stuff for agriculture. The thing is, is though, is Hawthorne being a subsidiary, it's not. The direct company, but it also was ran by one of the family members. So they have a comparable business practice. And their goal literally was to just buy out the industry. They're like, screw it. We'll spend a hundred million if we have to, a billion, it doesn't matter. Like there's quotes from from the founders talking like crazy stuff. We're like, doesn't matter, we'll buy it, we'll buy it, we'll buy it. It's well, there's like, no doubt if you have capital, if you have money, you're gonna have an advantage over your competition that is gonna be quite dominating. And yeah. it's a clear example, as we had mentioned with the purchase of of Lux. You know what I mean? That's two hundred and a forty-four million dollar purchase that went down, and then they go under. Was it four months later? I think four months. Five no, months. no, it was uh, like seven, like almost a year, seven, a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Near, getting near a year. seven less months. than a year. Still incredible. Yeah, that's you still think incredible. That injection you'd, of money? I would hope you'd say no. It was like a year and a half, but it was seven months less than a year. Or an injection that, that that big expenditure of money. It's like they need to recoup it in some way. So closing it down, they think that's the way to do it. Right. There's got to be more to the story. I of course, feel. There is. you know what I'm of saying. This is where, like, the the big players in the game, you can't really get as close to the community and industry with these giant ones because they're running like any giant cutthroat cor- corporation or company would be. Right. So you really have to like get in the nitty gritty when you're putting your money into these these stocks and know that like ethics are a question. It's a conversation, but sometimes you you can't get away from it. But then you knowing the success of it, well, we're in the community. So the people who are purchasing it to make these companies valuable. Once we know they're unethical, we're not buying this stuff. And well, the reality so, is too is that is working because if you look at Canopy Growth, 
uh, Canopy Growth, which is the largest actor in the... Well, actually, I don't think... They might not be the largest at this time. I believe it's... Tilray, possibly. They were at one um, point. Aurora. I believe it's Aurora is number one right now. Um, but uh, they were it's they were the largest actor. They had a four billion dollar investment by Celestial Brands, which is a uh, which is like a, a a liquor like a it's a branding company, but essentially they deal with companies like Corona, and uh, they had a four billion dollar head start. And despite that, it was proof that integrity. Their, their actions and ethics play a huge factor in their success. They were caught, you know, in their former, former uh, identity as Tweed, they were caught smuggling um, uh, product, if you will, in hockey bags across the American border. And it was, they were caught by the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, our federal police, and they did not release the information to the public because Canopy Growth was going, or sorry, Tweed was going public the next day. <laughs> and so they just swept it under the rug thinking nobody the rug. would notice they it. They swept it under the rug. Now, this was pre $4 billion investment, but there's a lot of, of, of government actors in that business as well. One of the, one of the, some liberal aides who run the, were running the government at the time were, were also involved in the company. So is it, is it suspect to assume or is it crazy to assume that perhaps they got away with it? And, and, you know, managed to avoid prosecution. I don't think so. But over time, look at them now. They were going at, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, the, the amount the share was going for. I think it was $200. For CGC? Yep. If at, you could pull up that. The high, if you could pull that up, please wink. If you CGC, mind. I see it right here. It's, uh, it was touching $50 in 2018, 2019. Uh, it went down like crazy uh, into 2021. Went back up in 2021. To forty two dollars, but then it's been a down curve since then. I think we're like what? It's down three? to two dollars and fifty one cents right now as recording this. Yeah, I had some, a I'm huge to find decline. My app, I had. That's Apple one that has I a stocks app. Oh, I know, but oh. I'm trying. I'm trying to see. I'm a TD Ameritrade. It might not be on. Oh, oh, sorry. here, but there was one that I, there was a massive drop that from when I got it originally. I didn't really look into the company. It was one of those. Oh, they look like they're on the rise. Mm. Why this one? Oh, I heard they're hot. Instead of knowing. How to invest in in you know getting stocks? I just bought it in that sense. I think it was Jazz Pharmaceuticals, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's the one. There's one of these ones that's a bigger, popular one that I was like, "Who? They just the bought Jazz this Pharma- company." And this. There were some other. Uh, what was it? Because I had invested in them, and then they got bought out. Yeah. And I sold at that point. Yeah, I kept mine, and it didn't. I don't believe it did well. And this is where wow. not knowing the business and not knowing all these ethical or unethical things that come into play. This is where it's crippling. I feel like more in our space than it is in a lot of others because our, the people react. Well, this is, yes, and we're in a green rush right now. Everyone's trying to jump in on the next best thing. And if you told, if you told me that, oh, well, you know, CGC Canopy Growth is going to go public, oh, they're the ones that just got a $4 billion, well, they've already been public by this point, but, you know, they've got a $4 billion investment by Celestial Brands. Celestial Brands. It's like, whoa. Constellation Constellation. Brands. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Constellation Celestial <laughs> Astronomical <laughs> brands. Anyways, um, sorry, what was it? So, Constellation. Constellation. Constellation brands. Thank you for that. Constellation. Um, you know, you're going to think, well, maybe I should just hop in on that. Well, little do you know that they're actively lobbying the government against home grow. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, so, so then you support, you so then support. As a home grower, you're giving money. To someone who is trying to ixnay your ability to exactly. grow a home. So then I'm, I hate to say it, but you are in favor of of getting rid of home grow. Yeah. 
because you're, you're supporting the people that are making this very difficult for us. And so homework is so necessary. And it's almost like if you don't, if you, you can become enemy. Just of, as much. Of, of you're a supporter industry. of the enemy. Right. And with the green rush, you know, people, more and more people are getting into this. But you're starting to see that, that it's starting to weed itself out. Like I just said with the CGC, uh, they're, 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 they're starting to fall down. You can't, it doesn't matter if you have billions of dollars. If you're not ethical and if you're not going to at least support this community, at the very least, because their products sucked, they ended up getting fined by Health Canada um, for growing in illegitimate rooms. Like, they're even, they're even growing in illegal growth spaces. <laughs> like, you know, like, what more can you... They're trying, know, like, hitting every mark of unethical. Years right. ago, I lost right. money on their stock, actually. When I invested in that, and they were growing illegal, and all of a sudden they lost their license and just stock tanked. It was terrible. And that, that's the problem, too, is it's like... The disconnect of having how a company operates and knowing the cause and effect of our community, these companies do think they can get away with a lot of the stuff. Mm. In this day and age with the internet, there's things that aren't even real that come out and damage companies, let alone real stuff that comes out. And that's where like... Well, look, I just... Sorry for a Look at raw raw papers right now. Raw Industries. You raw know? Pa- or, or, uh, it's, is, is it Raw Industries? it's Raw HB, Industries. No, it's HB. It's the parent company. It's HBI. HCI. HCI. If, if you could, um, I don't want to mess them up there, but you might have it actually if you can or no. Uh, I think it's HBI. Is that what we say? Anyways, um, the parent company of uh, Raw, like they're going through a bit of a, oh, no, no, HBI is the one suing. I'm sorry. I, I really should have had this Yeah, straight. HBI is the one suing. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Suing Raw itself. And then Raw is the one that owns everybody else. Right. That's, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Union Foods? Reunion Foods? Why doesn't that, that doesn't seem right? No, it doesn't seem right at all. Anyways, we're, it, 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 I'm sorry I got that incorrect before I started talking, but it, 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 the idea there, the example was uh, uh, the claim. HBI US. So yeah, it is HBI. HBI is a company. That's raw? Josh's. Yeah. Okay. He's the founder of HBI US. Okay. Him and Which Bachman. is raw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they don't have a stock. No? They don't. No. But, I, but see, my, my is, example was just how claims can really impact your 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 image amongst this yeah. community. Even if it's not Even real. Even if it's not real. I'm not saying that either it is or it isn't in terms of the raw situation. But, you know, these claims are are proving to have an impact on this company's public image. Well, so then it's like, how do you go about finding the proper shares to get? Because that's big canna you're investing into. No matter how you want to paint this picture. Big canna. And we're all like kind of no big canna, no big canna. But then we want to invest in pot stocks. So it's that fine line of like, what do we do? Do we want a company to go public? Do we want our, our beloved ACI to go public and become big canna? Or do we look at other companies that are um, facilitating or, or they're, they're uh, maybe assisting our industry more than anything? You know what I'm saying? Like a company that happens to make uh, this metal that then we use for our shears. It's like, ah, okay. These are good, but then maybe that metal is also used for weapons of mass destruction. Ethics in, in money, that's a hard one. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to our beloved plant, I don't know how, I don't see any brands out there right now that I'm saying, hey, go and invest in these guys because they're doing right for the people, the community, the industry, and you'll make money. That's that unicorn. Are there any that you see that stand out currently in today, 2023, Q1? Uh Let's see. I mean, Planet 13 is something that uh, I would invest in at this current price. I mean, it's at 98 cents. It reached $7 in 2021, so it was way up there. But again, the whole industry has gone down over the years. 
Um, it's down quite a bit. Uh, I do have money in it. I've invested uh, quite a bit in Planet 13. So overall, I'm down, but like the market's going to rebound. It was down as far as 60 cents at one point. Um, but as far as them kind of, I mean, you guys have been there. Yeah. We went to the one in Las Vegas. They have a location in uh, Chicago. They have one in, um, what is it, Orange County, California. They're taking over Florida. So they're expanding, right? So largest dispensary in the world. It's going to be uh, really having that same type of experience. I think it was like 10,000 square feet or something crazy. Massive. Um, Almost as big as the uh, FTS studio. And expand that across. So this is a a growing company. They're doing a lot of great things beyond just that. They have a good management company that knows what they're doing. Um, Now, as far as their prices, I'm sure that's something. The downside of it is kind of inflation. They do have inflated prices. So do a lot of other places. We went to a great store. I thought that Hardeen, me and Wink went to, awesome layout. Extremely expensive prices. Some of these places that are able to get to that massive point I feel like are the ones who have the, the, the margins that are that big. Now you're sharing it, literally shares, with the masses of people. So, like, that's one that's a tough argument. It's not like they're lobbying to get rid of the home grower. It's, but then you'll find something like, oh, well, they mistreated female employees in 1995. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stuff like that comes up that is really damaging to a company, but that doesn't sound like one that has, like, a lot of evil strings to, uh, attached to it. And, that's you know, in fairness, the, ones that, the one that we went to in Vegas – um, you know, their, their bud tenders were very happy. Yeah. You know, they were very excited. They're very knowledgeable. They knew the store. Like, you know, if I, I, to me, you can almost see signs of, of when things are going bad. Yeah. You can feel that energy. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's still a lot of enthusiasm in that building. So I know it doesn't mean that that doesn't, that things are great, but you know, I, I definitely didn't get a sense that, uh, yeah, it, it was horrible. Yeah. There. We'll see. And, and that's where it's like. The argument with, with Hawthorne, same thing. What can we say that Hawthorne themselves have done that's evil? You know, buying up mom and pop shops. And that's a dream for a lot of these companies is to blow Get it to up a point where and you... to sell for millions of dollars. I don't care who you are. Like, that's, if you're starting a business, your goal is to build it and blow it up. That's usually the case. But then they're tied, the, the strings, the evil strings that are connected to them, is that enough that's damning that ruins that investment? That makes it so it's like, I don't even want to put money into that. They're pieces of shit. It's like, are they? Actually, just seen. Nah, a, I'm not excusing. I actually just seen an article today in regards to the Russian oligarchy being invested in U.S. Canna. Hmm. And, you know, like, tell Ooh. me, I, I wish we had the article, but uh, it, it, tell me that's not, you know, dancing with the devil you know <laughs> i'd be a little worried about that right so yeah anyways yeah a little homework will never go wrong i i i, I want to formally state i have no uh pot stocks i have no mm-hmm. stocks in general um so yeah i just that way i just yeah, people know crazy. where i stand prominent i yeah, said russian alec it's crazy because you think in russia it'd be so like no cannabis in russia yeah but, but if the, there's in money in individuals and it's yeah so the, this is where so again. Read, ethics, can you read the articles? Or just the title, I, even? Sorry. Gotta join or pay for it. Or just the just the, the t- title the is how a prominent so Russian oligarch helps start America's cannabis industry. Hmm. Helps start. So if only I could actually read all this. I just know it says. Uh, yeah, the people will be able to. At least Roman Arbromovich. <laughs> yeah, but it's on the Barons is where I'm seeing this. If you want to look this up and check it out, maybe we could drop a, a link somewhere if you remind us in the comment section, but. It just shows, man, that the strings, these evil strings that are connected to stuff, we don't know how far it reaches because when a company is not public, there's not as much public information. 
once they become public, some of that dirt can come pouring out. And you're like, ooh, these guys are no good. And it's like, well, again, I guess to what extent? I'm playing devil's avocado here completely because I am not investing in some of these brands. But it really boils down to you got to play, you got to vote with your money, like we've said in a lot of situations. And when it comes to shares, you're legitimately directly investing in these companies. You're giving these companies money. So if they're lobbying or they're doing anything to go against you, that's like, you know, turning the gun at yourself. doesn't make sense. It's like, why would you aim at yourself? <laughs> that's dangerous. Ugh. What are they going to do with that money? We're giving them ammunition. Like, I don't know. I, and I've been victim of doing it myself by not realizing the parent company connected to all these other ones. Got to do that due diligence. You know? Yeah, definitely. If you can, some of the biggest stocks in Canada right now are the CGC, uh, that's Canopy Growth. You've got Aurora. You have Tilray. You've got Afria or Afria. Um, and in like in most cases, I personally, I probably wouldn't morally invest in any of them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just there are a lot of cases of these companies working against my my community and my industry, and I'm just no. Just don't want to load up their gun. I, lo- I look forward to companies like. Uh, um, AC, like like the mom pop shops making it big, where I can get excited that that they they see, they have a vision for their business and their community that with the right investment they can blow this place up. I want that. I, I want that. See, the, this is where because the with the right money and the right resources, you know, it's like we can do some incredible things for science, for research and education that we just don't have as as with with a few hundred thousand dollars here and there for these mom pop shops. You need millions of dollars to make change. So here's my avocado coming back out. Go ahead. Full avocado. Ripe as hell too. What about the fact that Lux allegedly, you know, home small, you know, modest beginning to where they are, would have been left more operating how they were going to operate. So they were given this money, but then for you to invest in them more, you're giving money to, you know, Scott's Miracle Grow. But they're I, still operating, so it's good, necessary even for you know what I'm saying. Where it's like, I don't know if that, I don't know if AC would be by themselves to go public, but maybe a larger conglomerate would purchase them or get involved with them, and then that's the company we'd invest in. Is it worth investing in that big giant, big can of company to help the small guy who's still connected, or do we we overlook the small guy because they got connected and fulfilled their American dream or whatever country's dream to get to that point? I'm more and more leaning towards. You got to look in these ethics because not everything's as evil as is portrayed. You have to look, you have to look at ethics though, but it's like as the as our industry, you know, we do not have the advantage advantage of monetary resources that the rest of every other industry has. We are new, we're we're not even fully legal. Most of not most many of the states are not, you know, and it's so heavily regulated even in my country that it's like the ability for expansion is very difficult. So if let's 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 not use the example of AC. Let's just keep mom pop. Let's say a mom pop shop, yes, it has the idea of blowing up. They are presented with an opportunity to get purchased by a, a, a larger company or or invested in by a larger company and for expansion and so on and so forth. I, I picture it almost as like, you know, you're almost like, you're almost like, consider it as like high school or being stuck at home with your mom and pop. It's like, you just need to use their resources long enough so you can make it and, and make that change for you that counts the most. So it's like, use the resources that Hawthorne, if they're going to be the devil, the, the avocado that we're using here, 
if you're if let's use the resources that Hawthorne has retained through con- capitalism, our money, and use it for us and to better our community. Yeah. Our so then we can get to a point where we can lobby our government. We can we can educate our people. We can you know we can teach children. We can we can research in in ways that we just can't do unless we tap into these resources that are unfortunately being held by someone else. Right. I almost feel like it's like you're running into the battle zone, stealing the loot, and running back, well, and then working to a point where you can yell louder than them. And in a utopian society, it'd be amazing. But the problem is, a lot of times they get that power, and then all of a sudden we find out that they signed a bill to say, hey, nobody can use chemicals in Montana that use these natural resources. I'm like, well, that's what we all use. And it's like, yeah, well, we got enough money that we got a bill signed. That made it happen this way. I said, well, what the fuck? I thought you guys were ethical. Like, we've got companies in Michigan who backed the MCMA, which was essentially anti-home growers, and they were still portrayed as good companies when really, like, hey, you did a really shitty thing. So it's tough to be like, I guess in all hopes is to hope that they get that money and they do good, but I'm always paranoid that once they get it, does that change them? Money does change people. This is up for us to make that change. We need to vote with our money. Like we said, it's up to us. down. Let's... Quit being someone else's, you know. Coin purse, prison purse. Yeah, prison purse. <laughs> you, know? you know, stand up for our community and, and, and start, you know, calling out. And it, it's happening. It's happening, you know, with the explosion of me, social media and having things online. Explosion of you. The, the, thank well, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like with, with the, the situation with Josh, man, like your video. Right. Like that, I wouldn't have known about this. This isn't everywhere. And this is, it, it isn't. Know? It isn't. Like, and, I wouldn't and we have need to call it. out the, the bad actors and we need to highlight the good ones. That's just as simple as it is. Propaganda will always exist. People are always, there's always going to be corporations that have marketing departments and HRs or PRs or whatever that are going to go out and push that they're amazing, like Apple or like, you know, all these companies that are in the long run of things, taking advantage of people and so on and so forth. We just need to act with our money. We, we don't need to be the cell phone industry. Let's yeah. be our industry. Make Let's it be the Canon industry. Blueprint, you know? Yeah, but we can be the difference. So, yeah, um, when it comes to... Sorry, did you want to add something? Well, I was going to just move on to yeah, the next one. I you guys are... the same thing. No, I was going to move on. So go ahead. Cool, we yeah. ramblers, man. <laughs> we ramble. I'll let you guys go. Let's move on to Leafly and Weed Maps. Mm. So uh, those kind of those same categories really somewhat. Ones. But what? That's what. Those are really unique ones versus everything we just discussed. Yep. In yeah. terms of like yep. good transition service versus the technology. So Leafly L F L Y stock ticker. Looking at it right now, um, it was upwards of ten, eleven dollars here a year ago, and it just completely dropped off down to sixty three cents. Weed map similar situation. I mean, a year ago is at eight dollars, close to eight dollars, and dropped down all the way to a dollar nineteen now. So. Both of those, uh, I mean, along with the other mar- the whole market, like we talked about, but these two have really kind of dropped off and have a similar curve going down uh, in the past year. So I've got if, a if lot you, of insight on that one. Actually, if you can, real quick, just to dumb it down, because Weed Maps has evolved since it was uh, rolled out in 2011 or whenever it was. Can you give us what is Weed Maps? Is there a definition of it or of, mm-hmm. of like today? What do they classify themselves as? Essentially, it's like a, a dispensary store Technology. locator or product. Now, the crazy thing is, is does anybody know how Leafly and WeMaps makes their money? Uh, advertisers? Paying you to be on their website. So when you look and you see that list, you're like, oh, these must be the best guys because all the reviews. No, it's because they pay $10,000 a month based on their location. The dispensaries we run at, over with the Botanical Co., I don't have an NDA for 
Weed maps. Just putting that out there. <laughs> These motherfuckers charge like $4,000 a month for locations to just be listed on there. And their only benefit is SEO, search engine optimization. The fact that when you Google or Bing or whatever thing you want to call it, when you search dispensaries near me, this product near me, they come up number one. What do they have? Search engine optimization and a website that has a layout with a list of a menu. Nothing proprietary. But they will charge you no matter what the industry is doing. Even if pounds used to be sold for $4,000 a piece that are sold now for 1000 it's still $4,000 a month. It's just insane. I mean, if you want to be the top tier, it's like ten grand a month. So there's less and less people who are paying. They're like, you know, I'm, screw that, I'm not paying. And then now they're not making as much money. I'm not totally heartbroken about that. I, no. I, I don't think that's a horrible business model. You know, it's not the, it's, it's not the fucking phone book. You know what it, I mean? Like, it is because it, it could be. If, like, if you want, if you want to look up a dispensary, you know, you could go in the phone book. You'd have to know its name and everything, right? But it's like, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't think that. Like, I, I, just to, just to the avocado, avocado, right? I just think we were talking evils. You know, when it came definitely to the, not evil here, right? Yeah, this is a this is it's a business, business model. Yeah. Business, right? Totally. Right? And value. So, I'm saying the the value of it has changed. Right? Is it is it is it toward is it aimed towards the best possible service for the customer? That's in question, right? If it's pay to win, yeah. Then no, the answer is no. Um, but yeah, yeah. Weed Maps has evolved over a lot of time. I remember when I someone signed up for Social Club mm. for cookies. The the Social Club. Jeez, uh, anybody remember that? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. What a, a what a format. It feels like when we were going to check out our original podcast studio. It yeah, like right? it seemed awesome. Wow. <laughs> like, but then we got. I remember it telling like, these guys, I was like, I believe in this, guys. I'm going for it. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, you want I. The, I want to see things like this succeed. You know, it's not like we're laughing, but it's like, you know, I, I, because we're laughable guys. I, I, you know, it's like, we all have skeletons in our closet and burner is, is, is an entrepreneur it's and makes a happen, musician baby. and a hustler. And you know, you can say what you want, but it's like, again, there's business model then there's ethics, you know? And I think, you know, they, they do play together, but it's like, you can have a business model and it can be ethical, but it, it, it might just, aim to a different service well exactly it's like you could say uh the shoes prime example rock those nikes right don't call me out not that crazy if they were timbos they're ikes Ikes. if they were timbos but you the same quality (laughs) will you edit that out (laughs) (laughs) same quality you know i I just did that recently my sunglasses man i i looked online for oakley's that were the exact same style and i couldn't find them and this is a knockoff and how how much guess how much my oakley's were yeah, yeah. Two hundred ninety dollars. Guess how much these ones were that feel better and I think look better. Twenty five dollars. Like there's a real thing between branding and, and like a, a supreme white shirt, red logo, tons of money. Sure, cookies. It, there's no lack of of saying ethics because you charge more because you feel like your perceived value of your brand is what it is. Right. If people are going to pay, take it. that money and lobby against the home grower who in your competition, well, you're a piece of shit. That's yeah, a thing. See, or if you buy products and put them out of business because it's your comp, that's your piece of shit. But not if you're trying to leverage a great brand and quality of in terms of product and you charge a higher point. That's not a low ethic thing. I right. Feel I just I just when we talk about these companies and it's like. Then what's the good? Like we said, like what's the good one? Then we just we're shitting on all of them, you know. And it's not like they're not it's, the criticism isn't valid because it should be. We should be critical of them. I just I want to see these guys succeed. I, I want to see grassroots talent, grassroots people, grassroots knowledge finally be, you know, just get the respect and money they deserve. Thank you. Yeah, Honestly, man. And I'm I'm a thousand percent with you, man. So it's I'm like just, I, I, like, I just, yeah, can't wait. So I just when we talk about weed max and shit, it's like yeah, I, I 
that would be one that I would like. I would probably try to invest in Weed Maps and, and Leafly for another one too. To me, these are companies that, yeah, although have evolved to whatever business model they are today, these are grassroots companies, man. Some of the most, you know, most information I got out of, of from Herb, regardless whether it was right or not, was from Leafly. Yeah, you know. So is it good really writers? Good? Maybe maybe not. Right. Total grassroots. Yeah, I get I their strain information. Whenever I look up a strain or a uh, you know, cultivar, they used to be my go-to. Is to go to right. that one. I was no. literally it's, so often. I'm going to say something to you, and somehow you've already got in there. I was like, I know you've gone through and mentioned. Well, according to Leafly, yeah, you've yeah, said yeah, stuff in episodes. Well, according to Leafly, prominent source for that. It's type honestly, of great, and that's what I always looked at Leafly as their value, and that's at the front end. It's content. Back end is a service, like a marketing platform, so you pay for the listings. I think my main thing wasn't lacking of ethics, it's more the business practice there is. Is this a sustainable business practice to invest in? If I was a person who's investing in a company to buy it, let's say, would I say, hey, this marketing tactic that you're using that slowly but surely search is changing with AI, with local search, with Google's map pack, with all these other things, is this a sustainable business to invest in? Is it getting that large of a share of viewership in the market that they're that large? And is it innovative for the next 10, 20 years that it's going to change the game? That, so that's why I think I look at all these businesses. Ethics, number one, business you know, practices and how they run the business. But then business process, innovation, long-term uh, sustainability. These are all things that come into it, but it's like not, I've never found one that hits all the marks. Like it's just It's tough. It's like you either say screw ethics and go to innovation. You say screw innovation and go to ethics uh it's hard to find and, and price point too because you could find one that's great but it's 200 dollars a share Whew. entry level for that'll buy one <laughs> it's a risk everything's yeah. a risk to invest in these and a risk there's a risk for sure and we can go on and on and on but uh i got yeah i was gonna say i got more but i got nothing but time we, baby <laughs> but no i we've done part one part two and i think what's we'll different is, is we'll part one was over a year ago so we were just coming out of the pandemic mm. and this is going to be different because now we've not only we come out of the pandemic you know we're we're starting to see a bit of growth if for part if we do a part three not only will we possibly not see some of the act, main actors i don't see a long-term plan for cgc the canopy growth uh that no. like i that one's just it's like a like well, especially a, if you keep a up with slow the news. dive a slow dive yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I honestly, some of these actors might not be there in a year, two years time. So again, I champion grassroots. I want to see the people make it. And, and, and that's what, that's what I think that's we, really what we should be able to kind of guide with our dollar. But yeah. which, which stocks are you looking at when it comes to the Canna community? Over yeah. the course and don't of, inflate the comments with something that you're trying to get higher than <laughs> Mr. Paul. Calm down. Main thing is, I feel like when you look at, Stuff like this, just like we do with the grow conversations, just like we do with any lifestyle things, it's helpful for your fellow person in this community. So share if you got some insights, some things that maybe we touched on that you got more to, to dive into, drop them in the comment section if you're on YouTube. If you're hanging out with somebody and you're listening, make the conversation deeper amongst your peers and try to get this going. I think this is a great conversation to get into people who aren't even 420 friendly, but then they're business friendly. And they can, under, they can have a conversation. Good and they start breaker. to really see the deeper layers of this plant. And they're like, wow, okay, I can relate more. Because now I'm talking business with these people, you know. Right, so right. it's a good conversation piece. Absolutely, yeah. So I did here then, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you guys tuning into this one uh, from the stash.com. Catch us there every single uh, Twitch.com/slash from the stash every single Thursday. We're there. Make sure you have notifications on so you're notified when we go live. 
Yeah. Yeah, huge shout out to AC Infinity. We appreciate you for helping bringing us out here to the same place every single week. Uh, We will see you next week on Sunday. Make sure you got your notifications on on YouTube. And uh, that's it, man. Huge shout out to everybody for watching. If you enjoy these episodes, hit the like button and leave a comment. That's out. Rob, Mr. Grow It, Pigeons 420, and Wink Behind the Scenes. Peace. Peace, everyone. Peace.